Hey there, and welcome back to the Morning Moxie Show. My name is Alicia Sharp, and I am your host. And today on the show, we have Les Brown. And Les Brown is talking to us about going after our dreams. And I love this guy because he has overcome so many obstacles in his life to be the man that he is today, to travel the world and inspire literally millions of people to go after the things that God has called them to go after. And one of the things that he says in his talk is that we are responsible to manifest the greatness that is in us. And the fact is, God has made us great. All of us, every single last person on this planet is made in the image of God. We have greatness instilled in us when we were born We were born into greatness, meaning, I mean, we were also born into sin in this world, but God has made us great, and that seed of greatness is planted on the inside of us, but it is our job to manifest that greatness as we partner with Christ, as we partner with God in our lives. It is important for us to know that every single promise that God has called us to do is yes in Christ, but You know, a lot of people say all God's promises are yes and amen, but the scripture says that they are yes, but we actually have to speak the amen in Christ. They don't just fall upon us. Greatness and living a great life doesn't just happen. It comes by choosing day to day to day, the wise choices, the things that honor God, the things that God wants us to choose, you know. Sometimes that's hard, you know, like forgiving people or letting things go or loving when it's hard to love or just giving sometimes. It's hard to give when he's called us to give um, more than we could even think to give. Like I know that many times I feel, oh my gosh, I feel led to give to this, but I know that our money might be short, at least in the natural. And But we have to obey because God has called us to greater things. And so it is our job and our responsibility to manifest that greatness in our lives. It is our job to take the steps towards the dream and the call that God has put in our lives. It's not going to just fall in our laps. And I hope that you enjoy Les Brown. Does identified as mentally retarded, put back from the fifth grade into the fourth grade and stayed in that category until I got out of high school. I don't have any college training. But I met a high school teacher who one day changed my life. I was waiting on another student, and when he came in, he said to me, young man, go to the board and write what I'm about to tell you. And I said, I I can't do that, sir. He said, why not? I said, I'm not one of your students. He said, it doesn't matter. Follow my directions now. I said, I can't do that, sir. He said, why not? I said, because I'm educable, mentally retarded. And he came from behind his desk, and he looked at me. He said, don't ever say that again. Someone's opinion of you does not have to become your reality. And as he talked, my heart began to beat fast. Tears began to run by my eyes and and I was in the back just listening to him because the speech he was giving, that speech was for me. And he said, Les Brown, he said, if you want to do anything worthwhile in life, you've got to be hungry. I told Mr. Washington I wanted to become a disc jockey. And so I started working to develop myself. He said, I want you to practice every day being a disc jockey. I said, but I don't have any job now. He said, it doesn't matter. He said that it's better to be prepared for an opportunity and not have one than to have an opportunity and not be prepared. 
And as I was working to develop myself, I applied for a job as a disc jockey, WMB on Miami Beach. I went to a guy named Milton Butterball. I said, how you doing, Mr. Butterball? I'd like to get a job as a disc jockey. He looked at me, he said, you have any broadcast background? I said, no, sir, I don't. You have any journalism background? I said, no, sir, I don't. He said, we don't have any jobs available. I said, yes, sir. I went back to Mr. Washington and I told him, he said, don't take it personally. He said, most people are so negative, they will have to say no seven times before they say yes. He said, go back again. So I went back again. I said, how you doing, Mr. Butterball? My name is Les Brown. He said, I know what your name is. What do you want? I said, I'd like to know whether or not you have any jobs at this jockey, sir. He said, didn't I just tell you yesterday we didn't have any jobs? I said, yes, sir, but I know whether or not somebody got laid off or somebody was fired, sir. He said, no one was laid off or fired. Now get on out of here. I came back the next day like I was seeing you for the first time. I said, hello, Mr. Butterball. How are you? He looked at me with rage. He said, go get me some coffee. I said, yes, sir. And I went to get him some coffee. After a while, I would get their lunch and dinner, and I would go in the control rooms and take the disc jockeys their food, and I would not leave until they would ask me to leave. One Saturday afternoon, while I was at the radio station, a guy named Rock was drinking while he was on the air. I was the only one there looking at him through the control room windows, walking back and forth, young, ready, and hungry. Pretty soon the phone rang and it was the general manager. And I answered the phone, I said, hello? He said, Les, this is Mr. Klein. I said, I know. He said, Rock can't finish his program. I said, I know. He said, would you call one of the other DJs in? I said, yes, sir. I hung the phone up. I said, now he must be think I'm crazy. I called my mom and my girlfriend, Cassandra. I said, y'all turn up the radio and come out on the front porch. I'm about to come on the air. I waited for about 20 minutes. And I called him back. I said, Mr. Klein, I can't find nobody. He said, young boy, do you know how to work the controls? I said, yes, sir. He said, go in there and don't say nothing here. I said, yes, sir. I couldn't wait to get behind those controls. I put on an old Stevie Wonder record called Fingertips. I sat down behind that turntable. I said, look out, this is me, LB, Triple P. Les Brown, your platter playing popper. There were none before me, and there will be none after me. Therefore, that makes me the one and only. Young and single and love to mingle, certified, bona fide, and dubitably qualified to bring you satisfaction, a whole lot of action. Look out, baby, I'm your love man. I was hungry. I was hungry. You gotta be hungry. Begin to know that you have greatness within you. And if just one of you here begin to envision yourselves as being blessed and highly favored to reach your goals, if just one of you capture the essence of what that means, that you have greatness within you and a responsibility to manifest that greatness, that you can make your parents proud, you can make your school proud, you can touch millions of people's lives and the world will never be the same again because you came this way. It was hard, ladies and gentlemen, coming to speak to people. And I was facing financial difficulties in my own life. I was behind on my bills and my dreams and I'm saying to them, you can live your dream. It was hard, ladies and gentlemen. It was very difficult to pick myself up each day believing that I could do it. There were times that I doubted myself. I used to ask myself, can I do this? 
And something said within me, you're the one. Don't give up on your dream. By continuing to push forward, by continuing to run toward my dream, that one day I would have my own talk show. It's a long shot, ladies and gentlemen, from Liberty City, an abandoned building on a floor, never knowing my mother or father. It's a long shot being here with you today in this dome in Atlanta. It's a long shot. No college training, labeled, educable, mentally retarded. But I kept running toward my dream. Don't stop. Don't stop running toward your dream. Don't stop running towards your dream. And I know maybe you're thinking, well, you know, I'm older in life and I don't have any dreams. Or I've heard it many times. Well, I don't know what my dream is. I don't know what I'm called to do. I don't know what that might be. But let me just encourage you to get with God and talk to him about your heart's desires and what it is that you want to see in your life. And run it by him and talk to him and say, Lord, what is this dream that, you know, what is the dream that you could have for my life? What is something that I can move towards in my life? Because I don't want to live a mundane life anymore. I want to do something great for you and not for my namesake, Lord, but for your namesake. So I encourage you to get with God. Even if you're 90 years old, God has a plan for your life. What can you do to make a difference in the world around you? Because you can. Well, that was Les Brown. And you can actually find that clip on YouTube if you search under Why It Pays to Be Hungry, Les Brown's Best Motivational Speech. You can also find out more information, of course, at his website, which is lesbrown.com. He's got different books out, and of course, he's been interviewed a billion times by so many different people. So I encourage you to check him out. He's got lots of different programs, too, that I've listened to that are just really encouraging. And I encourage you to check these people out that I put on this podcast so that you can also be encouraged in your day-to-day life. So I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful weekend, and I will see you again on Monday. And again, if you like this podcast, if it blesses you at all, please tell your friends about it because I would love for them to be blessed as well. Have a great day, great weekend, and remember, go live your 320 life more than you could ever imagine. God bless.